When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Hey there, welcome to episode 31st of the Talk Republic. I am Carolina Gusik and I am super excited that you are listening to this podcast. Today we're going to chat about newsletters and why they are so important for your business and how to craft a newsletter that is going to connect to your clients. Now, a couple of things to say before we even start. Newsletter is one of my favorite marketing strategies. However, is one of the most tedious ones. It requires a lot of time to craft a good newsletter. It also requires months and, and a, like a lot of investment, like time and effort into building a newsletter list. This is not one of those things that you can implement really easily into your business. And I just want to give you, you know, the disclaimer up front because it would be kind of like misleading to tell you that it is easy to do it. It is, once you have it set up, it's, it becomes easier. But like starting out a newsletter requires a lot of work. Now, that being said, I love newsletters because they keep me connected to my clients or to prospects that want to work with me. And you might say that, yeah, that's what social media is for. And yes, you are correct. That's what social media is there for also. But remember that before somebody buys from you, most of the times they have to see you at least seven times. So we can say that they saw you on Instagram. Perhaps they saw your website. Perhaps they're coming through you because of word of mouth, maybe Facebook. So now let's add an extra level. Let's add a newsletter to this. Now, you might also say that email is dead and that nobody uses email anymore. But I'm just going to ask you a question. When was the last time that you checked your email? I check my email several times a day. So for me, email is not dead. Now, the people that are subscribing to my newsletter, they are not teenagers. If you are telling me that your newsletter is based out of teenagers, maybe that's correct. I don't think teenagers are checking emails. But if your newsletter is based out of people, you know, in their mid-20s, mid-30s, early 40s, newsletters is still a very powerful tool. Now, as I said, starting a newsletter requires time and effort. And today we're going to talk about how to craft a good newsletter. But I want to give you some behind the scenes or some steps that you can take, you know, if you're thinking about this, if this podcast gives you some ideas, then 
I would suggest that you start maybe with MailChimp. MailChimp is a program, it's a service where you can, you know, start collecting, you know, create your newsletter. They have plenty of templates that you can use. It's somehow simple to use. There is tons of tutorials out there. So you can start there. It is free for like the first 2000 subscribers. So you have plenty of room to go. You don't have to spend a penny and perhaps you can start right there. Now, once you have that set up, the second thing is like, okay, Carolina, I got my newsletter set up. Everything is good. Now, how are people going to know to subscribe or what am I supposed to do? So you have heard many times on marketing that you're supposed to get something or give something in exchange of emails, right? If you want people to subscribe to your newsletter, other than putting a button on your website that says subscribe, perhaps you can think of like a more exciting thing to tell them or to give them in exchange of an email. I know a lot of photographers, they use their price menu. Like if you want to access my price menu, subscribe to my newsletter. Not my favorite. I have to be honest with you because when somebody contact me, I want to be as personable as possible. I just don't want to put my PDF online and for somebody to download it. At least I want to address them and you know, be personable, but that could be a good way to start getting the momentum going, right? Be like, in exchange of your email, here is my price menu. Another thing that you can create is if you specialize in certain genres of photography, you can, you know, add, create, you know, some kind of value that is going to come in useful for the people that are coming to your website. So for example, let's say that you are a wedding photographer and you can create a PDF that is like, I don't know, five steps to have a flawless wedding or a questionnaire to make sure that you are on track for your wedding day. I don't know. You guys are going to have to do some thinking on that. This, you know, But it is always good to have an incentive to give in exchange of an email. Once you have that incentive in place, you just have to promote your newsletter, right? Just putting, as I said, a button on your website that says, here, subscribe to my newsletter might not be the most appealing thing. I, for example, have a box at the end of every single blog post with my incentive. And although I'm not getting hundreds of emails a day, I do get quite a few a month. And that is good for me, right? Sometimes I, you know, I bump it up a little bit and I promote it on social media and I talk about it on Facebook and on Instagram. And that, you know, increases the level of people that, you know, subscribe to my email list. But again, I have been doing this for years. So my email list is is good and I have a good amount of people in it. Once you start getting those, I mean, the people subscribe into your newsletter, then you need to be extremely honest with yourself and you need to ask if you can commit to sending emails and how often you want to send them. Now, I treat my newsletter and the people in my newsletter the same way that I like to be treated by others. I hate when people send me a spam email. I don't like it. If you start sending me newsletters every week and they are not adding value into my life, and by value, I'm saying you're just sending me promoting, promoting, promoting your business, most likely I'm going to unsubscribe because nobody likes spammers. So you need to be really, really careful here and walk that line. Either you are sending, you know, content that your clients or possible clients are going to enjoy 
or you are spamming them. And you have to be really honest. Sometimes we get really emotionally attached to our brand and we're like, I just want to share every single blog post with my audience and I'm going to send them, you know, an email once a, month, once a week, you know, when I post something new because my work is so beautiful. Well, you need to think about them also, right? Are they going to enjoy this content or you are just like, oversaturating their email and they're going to think of you as a spammer. That's the least that you want to do. You don't want people that are receiving your emails to be like, oh my God, another email again. You don't want to do that. So be honest with yourself and pick, you know, an amount of times that you want to send a newsletter from. Don't be also like those people that have a newsletter and never send one because that is also weird. Like, oh, there's many newsletters that I have subscribed to and not once have I received an email. So that's also weird, you know, don't go radio sign. Like if you're gonna have, if you are collecting, actively collecting emails on your website, but you never send a newsletter, this is the time that you need to start thinking about what are you gonna do. So let's say in my own business, for the Talk Republic, let's talk about this for a second. I have a newsletter and I send maybe once a month a tip, a marketing strategy. Now I'm gonna change it a little bit and the way it's gonna be, it's like every month I do like a summary of the tips that I have shared with you either on the Facebook group or here on the podcast so you can, you know, go and take a listen or apply the ones that you're interested in. But for my photography business, I don't have the time or the energy, to be quite honest, to be sending a newsletter every single month. I don't want to oversaturate my clients or the people that want to work with me emails. I don't want them to think that I'm spamming them. So I only send a newsletter every new season. So four times a year, they are hearing from me on their emails. And I thought that for me, this has worked, you know, because yes, they see me on social media daily and all that. So once every season for me to send them something special via email works. Now, I never, I don't run promotions on my own business. So like I never sent a promotion email. However, if you on your own business, if you run some kind of a specials, if you run some kind of maybe not promotions, but you run, I don't know, like a special mother and me family sessions or Christmas sessions or things like that, then you can, you know, promote that in your newsletter. Also, you can give like early access to the people that are part of your newsletter. And I think that's one of the great things about it, that you can give something super cool to the people that join you, given some kind of like level of being exclusive before you promote it on your social media. Now, as I said, today we're gonna talk about how to craft like a really good newsletter. And as I said before, just sending promotionals all the time might tire your audience. So I want you to think about this. I want you to think of your brand, whatever your genre of photography is, think about it, like you are the insider and you are letting your audience into some tips or some great information that otherwise they probably would have missed if they don't come to you. Recently, I received a beautiful newsletter from a photographer and she started this newsletter, you know, saying that spring is here and yada yada, all that good stuff. And she's a family photographer. And the first part of her newsletter was now that the weather is really beautiful, here are my favorite tips for like family activities in my city. And I thought that was great because she's not even selling her photography. She is just telling her audience, like, 
here. I'm a family photographer. I know you have kids and you have a beautiful family. Here are some of like some cool things to do in the city now that we have beautiful weather. So imagine this, like people are receiving this newsletter. Yes, they realize she is a family photographer, but she is giving them information. She's not asking anything from them. She's not even promoting herself. She's giving them content that either they hire her or not, they can go and enjoy those activities. Now, her newsletter had several, you know, several parts of it, which I thought it was great. So the first part, as I said, was like the recommendations that she has for family. And I thought about this and I was like, this is great. And this is something that we can all implement into our newsletters. And as I I mentioned this plenty of times on our Facebook group and back in Periscope, I always said like 80-20, your newsletter should be 80% content that they can use even if they don't hire you, and 20% a promotion of your business. So back to this amazing family newsletter. So she sent the first tips are like things to do in the city. Then she goes into some things that she's loving, which I thought it was really cute. And she talks about like a book that she's reading and a TV show that she's watching, but she's keeping this short and to the point. She's not like writing an essay about the book she's reading. Remember that this is a newsletter and you need to keep this short and to the point, right? You can add a link, like read more about this on my blog or something like that. But don't over, like don't send a very heavy newsletter because that's another thing that could be a turnoff, right? You want to make, make sure that people open it, you grab their attention, you give them what they're looking for, and then you let them move on. But you have planted that seed in their brains that you are a good photographer kind of a thing. So anyhow, so she talks about, you know, some, a couple, like, two or three things that she's loving, and then she goes to showcase her work. And she's like, oh, in case you missed it, I have photographed these amazing families. And she showcased some of the families that she had photographed. So how amazing this was. Like, even if they don't hire her as a photographer, as I said, top of mind, they could go back to their families and be like, oh my God, I didn't know the zoo is having an event this weekend for children. And then probably somebody's going to be like, oh, how did you know about that? And they're going to be like, oh, I got this newsletter from this photographer and she talked about it. So this is exactly what you want. You want to start creating conversations with your newsletters. What a difference would have been if this photographer had sent just a newsletter like, hey, here are my latest family sessions. I hope you book me. Great. Do you see the difference in your mind right now? Like, do you even hear the difference? Like, one is giving them content. The other newsletter is just like, me, 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 me. And this is exactly what we don't want. We don't want to make this newsletter about you and your business. You want to make this newsletter about the people that are reading your newsletter. A couple of years ago, like two years ago, I sent my Christmas newsletter. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to send? And I sent kind of like a, you know, like fun newsletter. And it was about like how Santa really doesn't care about sugar cookies. Instead, what Santa is looking for is a really good cocktail. So I sent them the recipe for like a really good Christmas cocktail. And I got such a great feedback. People were like, oh my God, the cocktail was delicious. We had it for our holiday party or we made it at home with friends and it was really good. So start thinking of topics that you can implement in your newsletter that your audience is going to enjoy. Now, keep it 
simple, as I said. If your topic, if what you want to discuss is really, really long, what you can do is give them a little bit on the newsletter and then put a link to read more on your blog. So that way you are driving traffic into your website also. Win-win situation for everybody. You have content for your blog and then you just, you know, giving a little bit on your newsletter, sending them to your blog. Now, I'm going to give you a couple of ideas. So if you are a newborn photographer, perhaps you want to talk about some mommy and me classes, the latest technique on having, you know, babies sleep, you know, longer or I don't know, I don't have a baby, but... You know, give those mothers, those people that are reading your newsletter, like an incentive. Be like, yeah, give them something to talk about. If you're a family, start researching, you know, like activities for children. I thought, as I said, what this photographer did was really smart because she's giving them information about what to do in their city. If you are a wedding photographer, perhaps you want to talk about the latest trends on wedding, like have confetti at your wedding, or if you want to have, you know, to do a first look or not to do a first look. But again, those are topics that can be really meaty. So what you can do is perhaps write a blog post about it, use a little bit of that blog post on your newsletter and send the readers back to your website with a link within your newsletter. That would be amazing because you have content in two different places that will be really useful. So my hope for you or, you know, my wish for all of you out there listening to this is keep in mind that a newsletter is a great tool to communicate with people. Um, Personally, my newsletter last year when I sent my full newsletter, I made an extra $8,000 because of that newsletter. And the reason why is I send the newsletter, you know, I send it with the information, but also a huge call to action about family photos. I'm like, I only have a set number of spots available. You guys are the first ones to find out about this. If you want a family session, book. Now, as I said, I don't do promotions, but I only have a set amount of family spots that I can, you know, take a year. And out of those sessions four families were people that had subscribed to my newsletter years ago. And by years ago, I mean like two, three years ago. They subscribed to my newsletter through my website. Perhaps at the time they thought, you know, my work was great. They subscribed to the newsletter and they never booked me at the time. And three years later, they were like, oh my God, I just got a reminder from Carolina and I have been seeing her work on social media. This is the time to book the session. So this is why newsletters are great because they can keep you connected with people. Another great example that I have of successes that I had with my newsletter is when I first started. So this was like 10 years ago. I remember that I photographed this this event. At at this event, they allowed me to promote my business. So when I promoted my business, I allowed people to subscribe to my newsletter. A lot of people told me, yes, put my email down, subscribe me. So one of the families that subscribed to my newsletter... Three years later, refer me one of the most amazing weddings that I have ever photographed. It was a wedding in the Caribbean, a destination wedding in Curaçao. The wedding was beautiful, was amazing. I was, it was fantastic and it all happens because of the newsletter. So when I went back to that client, I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for referring your sister-in-law to me. She was like, oh, it was a no-brainer. I get your newsletters and I think they're really cool. And when she was asking me if I knew a wedding photographer, you came to mind. 
So this is exactly what you want. And yes, social media can do this also, but take it one step farther. Make those newsletters amazing. A lot of people get to see social media, but they get oversaturated with social media. If you are the only photographer reaching that person's email, then you can really stand out. So make sure that if you choose to send newsletters, you are making them fun. You're making them making them interesting. You're making them about them and not about you. That being said, (laughs) I have also an episode, and I think that's one of the very first episodes of the podcast. Uh, I think it's episode seven, where I talk about four items that your newsletter must have. So if you thought this one was useful, go back and listen to that podcast because on the other one, I talk more about the structure of a newsletter, you know, like your logo and signature and call to actions, things like that. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am excited that to hear about who is sending newsletters and you can share with us in our photography group. We have a private Facebook group where over 300 photographers have joined We have conversations about marketing, we have celebrations, we have, you know, live videos when we discuss different topics. So you're more than welcome to join us. I would love to see you there. Until then, I'll see you next week with another marketing tip for your business. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next week.